Can I ask a controversial question? Yeah. Uh, where do you stand on having two bowls of cereal? Uh, you can't. You can't do it. You can have two bowls. Here's my ruling: you can have two bowls of cereal on the same day if one is at breakfast and one's at dinner time as a dessert, and they're two different types of cereal. Okay. Can I give you? Another time parameter and see if it works for you. What about if, in theory, uh, you had a bowl at ten past five mm -hmm. when you arrived at work? Yeah, and then you maybe were eating them dry out of the box <laughs> with your hand during the show, just for example. And then what about if it was 9.30 <laughs> and you haven't eaten for four hours, over right. four hours, and you are hungry and you're thinking... Everyone else is just arriving at work. They're clocking back in after Christmas, New Year. If they saw me having a bowl at 9.30, they think, oh, wow, Rich is having his breakfast. He's waited until half He's nine. He's waited until half nine. So, those are the parameters. A second bowl of cereal, what do you think? No, because I think you'd be whipping through that box that you very much made a big thing of today. That'll be gone. It, bearing in mind, like I say, you have been eating them right the way through the show as well, dry, like sweets. Uh, I think you're going to be out of that box pretty damn soon. I bet you'd be terrified if you saw the actual, what the suggested serving was of it. I'm looking right now. 40 grams. Fat is orange. Saturates orange. Sugar's orange. Salt is green. Oh, get yourself another bowl. It's not a single bowl. red in sight. Oh, well, sorry. Well, I didn't even know what I was worried about. Get yourself another <laughs> bowl now. Actually, forget that. Just pour milk in the top of the box. This podcast. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hey, welcome one and all to the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show with Bush and Richie on a Thursday morning. So we've got lovely Emma on news over there. Hi, Emma. How's Hello. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, everyone okay? Everyone all right? We, we have food. I'm confident it's going to be a better show today after uh, yesterday. And unbelievably, 24 hours on, still getting tweets and uh, conversation about whether it's a BAP or whether it's a roll. I think we can please park that one, everybody. <laughs> Do you know the weird thing is, right? <laughs> we'll talk about some early doors on a show like this, and then people will still be tweeting us about it later on. And the streams cross, so you think people are just sending you random comments. So <laughs> later on at like seven o'clock last night, people were sending baps to me. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about that on the show. Uh, but was food base kicking off yesterday? We started yesterday's show by uh, moaning about how ill-prepared and how hungry we were because we hadn't brought any cereal in. Then we kind of floated the idea of maybe... Um, getting a, a communal cereal together? We did. We uh, we even settled on Frosties after some uh, confusing chat about shredded wheat and shreddies and were they a different thing. Uh, and uh, we settled on uh, Frosties, uh, yet both you and I today have not bought in Frosties. We haven't. We've broken rank and gone uh, solo on this. I don't know, we'll find out Emma's take on this in a second, but we've actually brought our own breakfast cereal in. And it kind of gives us a little insight, or everyone an insight into the kind of people that we are. What have you gone for, Richie? I stood in front of the shelves and I picked up some Weetabix Crispy Minis. Who doesn't love a Crispy Mini? There's an interesting riff on the uh, traditional household favourite Weetabix. Yeah. Has it got chocolate in it? Does it turn the milk brown? It doesn't turn the milk brown, but it is infused with chocolate. Okay, somewhat, again, bordering on child cereal. But that's <laughs> I wouldn't fine. have said so, it's Weetabix. That's not child cereal. Uh, producer Dave had some this morning with you. He's loving it as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Emma, thoughts on that? You brought your own cereal in today. Did you break ranks like we have? I'm very boring. I have porridge every day. Without fail, mm -hmm. not to be not to be waved to anything else. You would never go for Richie's chocolate chocolate. That is a child thing. cereal. Sometimes I sprinkle some granola on top. Well, go crazy mm. there. It's really not a child cereal anyway. What's your view on ready Breck, Bearing in mind you're a regular. Uh, That's porridge. like porridge for babies, isn't it? <laughs> That'll be Richie's next up. <laughs> I've gone for Weetabix protein. Have you ever heard of Weetabix protein before? As what you can see, is that? I'm bulking up. 
Protein is very much the vogue at the moment. Is I've it? noticed that you can buy a Mars protein, yeah. you can buy a Snickers protein, a Boost protein, but now a cereal bar that's a protein as well. I see, I'm going to go home and get myself a can of McEwan's protein. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Joe says on Twitter, the shredded wheat versus shreddies confusion from Richie yesterday was a metaphor for my first day back at work. A man of the people indeed. I still, I I don't know whether that's like properly sunk in for me, that you you thought that um, shredded wheat bite size was normal shredded wheat. And then, so the big one, for you in terms of scaling, what did you think the big stuff was? Like extra, extra large shredded wheat? I think if there was a a shredded wheat, shreddies, Weetabix identity parade, (laughs) I wouldn't have been able to pick anyone out. Isn't that mad though? You might have gone on to to like 70 years (laughs) old without this being pointed out to you. Do you know what? It was only yesterday when I was stood in the supermarket in front of all the cereals and I saw that Weetabix, shreddies and shredded wheat were all different products. Yeah. And that blew my mind. Imagine you passing out in aisle five. <laughs> so look, we, we've all brought different stuff in today. I've, I've got Weetabix protein. We've got Emma who's got the porridge over there. You've got Weetabix choco flumps. Go crispy mini. They're not choco flumps. They're crispy minis. Crispy minis. Yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we swap? You know, we're all so in our own little worlds, aren't we? In the morning, so you do your own little thing. Why don't we swap? Why don't we all move round one to the right? No so, one wants my porridge. That's a good point, actually. No, Let's does, be real. Does anyone want my crispy minis? Yes. I'm, do you? I'm not keen. I'm, I'd like to try them. Do you, want, do you want to try my Weetabix protein? Absolutely not. OK, so let me just try and work this out then. So, Emma, you're going to let Rich... No, you don't want any of her porridge? No. You don't want any of anyone else's other stuff? No, 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 this is, this is mine. I'm happy with it. So the outcome of this, then, is that uh, Emma just gets to try your chocolate flumps. That's right. Really? <laughs> crispy minis. There's the progress <laughs> for you. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 6.25 right now. Let me be absolutely clear. If you're up and you're in work or you're getting ready for work, you've been stitched up. <laughs> Anyone else coming yeah. for this week? Like We're all working here this morning. Anyone else coming for this week? Uh, thinking it'll be like, well, hey, everyone's back to work, start of a brand new term, going to be great to see everybody, and there's no one around. I absolutely thought that would be the case. I, I get it, all right? Look, Dave and Matt are back on Monday. Yep. If you're getting up every single day at four o'clock, it's tiring. So I understood that. That's fine. But I thought the normal life of your nine to five, I thought everyone was going to be back. Well, I thought everyone would be back. There was literally tumbleweed yesterday when I went out to get a coffee. I went to try and go to our little cafe that we normally go to on home time. Mm -hmm. That was closed as well. Is it really? Yeah. So, look, if you're up and about or whatever, getting ready, I'm afraid we're all mugs. Trains were quiet yesterday? Trains were very, very quiet yesterday. So, look, all the wise guys booked this week off are going to be back next week. So I think if you're in work today, you deserve a medal. And I think, you know, don't suffer in silence. I feel like we need to have our own little early morning medal ceremony. Remember that bit in Star Wars where Chewbacca and that get a medal? That's brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> so we're going to kind of do that. So don't suffer in silence if you're I don't know, working at a 24-hour garage. You've got your high-vis on and you're doing that bit where you have to put some cones down because it's going to fill up one of the pumps. I don't know the technical term. <laughs> get in touch now. Get the medal you deserve. You can't find your shoes. You've got to be in work in an hour. 
get in touch now, 8, 12, 15. I just think people need a bit of a bunk up at this time of the morning, do you know what I mean? agree. And like you say, we've been sold down the river this week. Emma, do you feel sold down the river? Yeah, everywhere's closed, isn't it? It is. It feels like everyone's coming back to work very late this year. Yes. I mean, you're here. Where's Glenn? Where's Glenn? I was here on New Year's Day. Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Where's Glenn? There Dedication. Bit of stand-up and he thinks he's God's gift, doesn't he? <laughs> hey? So, look, Emma, do you feel like you deserve a medal? I do. There you go. Well, Emma's bagged her medal. Get yours now by texting the show and tell us what you're up to. If you're in work, you deserve one. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show with Bush and Richie on a Thursday morning, 6.35. Uh, if you remember the medal scene at the end of uh, the first Star Wars, well, we forget the prequels, we talked about that before. <laughs> they all get medals at the end, like Chewbacca and everything. Uh, and we just want to hand our medals to people who have got a word this week because it seems like everybody else is off. We're here, no one else is. Uh, Josh in Yorkshire says, first Christmas period out of retail but was back in yesterday at 6am. I just wanted to point out Chewbacca doesn't get a medal in the original Star Wars but the others do, which is a bit harsh. <laughs> That's a good point. Why no medal for Chewbacca? <laughs> deserves one. What did he do wrong? Uh, Paul and Jim deserve their medals milking cows at the Neston Park jerseys <laughs> down in Wiltshire. <laughs> wow. Uh, what we got here? Big medal and a shout-out to the Baker's Dozen at Kenilworth. They sound like people who have wrongly been interned in prison. <laughs> uh, for ruining people's diet plans in January. Happy New Year to all Absolute Radio. Uh, Dom in Bristol says he attempted his first commute to work yesterday. Bristol wow. to Worcester. Got 100 yards from home, curbed the car wheel, popped the tyre. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. I should have booked the week off, he says. There you go. It's a sign. Yeah. It is a sign. Uh, let's go to the phones. And we've got Chris on the line. Chris, what are you up to? I am a chauffeur and I am sitting outside a car wash on Southern Bridge. <laughs> Sounds like a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you going to go and get the car wash at this time of the morning? Is that what, that's what you guys do? Yes, it, the car wash opens at seven, but... Um, I come in from Kent, so I've got to leave a lot earlier. But, look, it, it sounds to me, then, that you've left early to be there for 7 o'clock, but because nobody is back at work, you've breezed in <laughs> because the roads are like some kind of barren wasteland. This is evidence, Chris. Yeah, it's just me and the black cabs out at the minute, yeah. Uh, are we mugs? We are just suggesting earlier on that maybe we're mugs and those people who have got their act together and a bit more wily, you know what I mean? They've booked off this week and they're back next. Is that how you feel? Well, for me, it's better because there's no-one on the roads. If you're going to drive around London, these are the days to do it. Yeah, but have you got anyone to drive around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else is on holiday in the, at the minute in London. <laughs> well, look, just put your window down, see if you get any business down at the car wash. And that <laughs> doesn't mean that as badly as it sounds. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Cheers, buddy. Bye. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you ever have uh, wondered to yourself, what do we do when the songs are on? Well, let you into a little secret. We've just been eating Richie's cereal dry out the box. I looked at it with about a minute and a half to go on that song and thought, I wonder what a Weetabix Crispy <laughs> Mini would be like, just as a snack, but without milk. Is it claggy? Um, it is a bit claggy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh? It's a broadcast, just not necessarily something you want to do. Uh, just con con completely take all moisture out of your mouth just before you talk. Mm. Yeah, I don't think we'll be doing it again, but it that way. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got important business to be taken care of. We're handing out medals to people who are at work this week because it seems like we're all mugs. Everyone else is off. Everybody else is off. So if you're in work or getting ready for work or you've already worked and you're heading home, get in touch and get a medal. Let's go to the phones and say hello to Chris. Good morning. Hey, Chris. Good to have you on. Tell everyone what you do. Uh, I'm a truck driver. 
Truck driver. Would we, I think we're in agreement on this, Richie. Both you and I would love to be truck drivers. I'd happily be a truck driver. What do we need to do to be a truck driver? How do we get involved? Cut us in, Chris. Um, <laughs> you'd only like to do it if you like to do plenty of hours. Well, yeah, but like, I like the idea of uh, pulling over at a different service station each evening, having a pasty and maybe a sleep in the cab. Yeah, we love our services. Love it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm known as what's a tramper, and uh, I go I go out at the beginning of my shift, and I don't come home for five days. Do you? Wow. Where do you sleep then? What's your favourite service station to sleep in? Um, I I don't usually use service stations. I usually use laybys. <laughs> you oh, have to I... pay for services. Okay, wow. fair enough. You just have a little kip and a lay That's not bad, is it? And Chris, the other question that I want to ask is is is, is slightly away from the whole work ethic kind of thing. Um, Don't ask him about this. <laughs> oh, mate. The other thing that we've been doing during the song oh. was not just eating dry, crispy minis, but I've been uh, I've been getting up YouTube and reminiscing about the back in the day when Grandstand would have truck racing on. <laughs> truck racing. This is not a thing, is it, Chris? Truck racing. It is. It's brilliant. Isn't it? It's amazing. But the yeah. shame is, it's obviously still going on, and now Grandstand's gone, no-one's got any ways of means of seeing it. <laughs> no, not unless you go live to Donington. Hey, well, listen, if we come over to your uh, lay-by at some point in the next couple of weeks to try and work out a, a truck race, we get some other truckers up for it, would you be up for that, uh, Chris? I'd happily race. Brilliant, we got him involved. Fantastic, Chris, and you've just got yourself a medal. There you go. Do you want another crispy mini? Leave it. Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do I feel bad saying this, but a question of sport needs to be put out of its misery, doesn't it? <laughs> oh man, it was on telly last night. I was sat there thinking, have I am I gone back in time or is this still on? And then do you know what, it, I couldn't believe it was still on. I couldn't believe how bad it was. And it reminds me of... Do you remember Mrs. Overall from Acorn Antiques? Yes, I do, yeah. Julie Walters' character is, like, just staggering on, covered in dust. <laughs> and, and it's just still going on in 20... It's 2019, it's still going... When is it normally on, a question sport? When is its time? See, back in the day, it used to have a regular slot. These days, I think they just put it on where they've got a gap in the slot. And it just kind of bubbles up. Yeah, well, let's just put an episode of question of sport on. Like a bit of moss if there's a crack in some pavement, it just appears. Don't feel bad about saying it. I would completely agree. It's not the show that it once was. Do you know what? I used to, I used to love it. I mm. used to absolutely love it. I used to love, like, you know, the captains, Bill Beaumont, Emmeline Hughes, that kind of thing. And then me and my brother used to stay up and, you know, wait in breathless anticipation if an 80s Everton player might be on. <laughs> like Derek Mountfield or yeah. Kevin Sheedy. Or maybe they might be one of the mystery guests if they weren't on the team or yeah. whatever. But now... I, I, do you feel, I mean, I feel bad saying it because it it's a British institution. I just wonder whether it's... Had its day? Oh, it's very much past its day, definitely. The quality of the guests that are on these days aren't even that great, to be honest. I know. I mean, I, I saw Kevin Campbell, the Everton player, on there last night, but apart from that, I didn't really know they were... But he hasn't put on a pair of football boots for a very, very, very yeah, long time. quite some time. So, I don't know. I just think you get to a certain stage with certain TV shows, and maybe it is time to... I don't know, send them off to the uh, TV show retirement home. Oh, if there was one, definitely I'd stick X Factor in it, for example. Yes, that's kind of run its course a bit, There's isn't it? a show that back in the day was so big, it managed to hijack the battle for Christmas number one. Yeah. Now we've had a Christmas number one this year that was a YouTuber ruining starships who built this city. <laughs> I mean, that shows how far <laughs> X Factor has tumbled. Yeah, it has no influence now. And they never go anywhere, do they, the people no. who win it? 
No. Well, you got a chance of being served by them at like a convenience store the within two years. The last half decent one was a few years ago. Some uh, bloke called Ben Whatnow or something or other. Ben think. Whatnow. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> 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 Sound like the granddad in So Simpsons. great, you can remember his name. <laughs> who said who in the what now? <laughs> uh, but no, it's a really good. This is a concept that we could maybe go with here yes. in terms of a TV show retirement home. Emma, is there a TV show that you think, and we mean this with the best will in the world, all you're doing is putting an arm around it and type of saying, maybe it's time just to put your feet up and just relax yeah. a little bit, colour in or do some stitching or something? Mine would be Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. It's yes. like there are so oh. many better things out there Agreed. now. Why are we still watching things with like effects from the 1960s? Do you know what? Right, I agree with you, Emma, and I'll go one further. I'll say Doctor Who is a children's program, and yep. I can't believe so many adults are into it. Oh, it's true though. I think there just needs to be a wake-up call for Doctor I'm Who. I'm struggling to sign off on that one. Whack it in the retirement home. <laughs> Any other shows for oh. the TV show Retirement Home? Uh, Emma and I will be part of a witness relocation project. <laughs> it does look like it, yeah. <laughs> Please don't at me. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Bush and Emma saying that Doctor Who should be retired is outrageous. One of the few things I actually look forward to watching, <laughs> says Graham on Twitter. Oh, no, here come the Whovians. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Wind your neck in, Graham, mate. It's time, it's time to get rid of it. Time to put it out to passenger to the TV show Retirement Home. Uh, so if there's a TV show that you think, with the best will in the world, like we said earlier on, just needs a, an arm put around its shoulder and just to be sat down and, you know, just to put out to pasture... 8.12.15. couple more for consideration. Claudette is going a little bit harsh here, saying all the soaps. I think we've got to be a little bit of compassion here. We need reasons. It's got, yeah. We've got forms to fill in. You can't just say all soaps. Uh, Douglas tweets saying, catchphrase, how's that, how is that still going? I mean, I, I watched a little bit of catchphrase over Christmas. Stephen Mulhern is the new Roy Walker. Oh, yeah. Um... The idea of catchphrase is still very playable. I like it. Yeah. Is Mr Chip still going? Yes, he's very much integral. And it's good to see the company that do the animation for catchphrase doing the animation for Watership Down, <laughs> which you, uh, which was on over Christmas as well, which is, can I just say, the worst animated thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was like a cutscene from a mid-90s super VGR video game. I've never seen anything like it. Can I chuck another one in the mix Go for, here? It. Go for, for it. the retirement home. What about Neighbours? Until we did the story on Home Time that apparently Jim Robinson was going to come back. Yeah. Bearing in mind, he had a heart attack, which we had on videotape. Yeah. I didn't even know it was still going. It's a student staple. It is, though, isn't it? So yeah. I think maybe it's time to just, I don't know, let's, let's get less nanny state and just turn off that tap. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Again, another popular shout. 8 12 15. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, we are talking about the TV show Retirement Home. Uh, is there one show that you think it's time up for? You know, just put them out to pasture. Let us know. Uh, notable mentions uh, from Debbie and uh, many others for Mrs Brown's Boys. I believe that actual incarnation is going. It's just going to be all around to Mrs Brown soon, so it's a bit different. It'll never end. It'll end up being CGI and we'll still be watching it in 200 years' time. And uh, Matt and Shropshire, Rich on Twitter, also Paul and many others. I've been really surprised by this one. It's made me question myself a lot. Lots of people saying soccer I am. I still watch it. I still enjoy it. That would really, really hurt me if we had to put that in the TV retirement village. I've got good memories of that. I know. Maybe it's time, though, Richie. Oh. That's what it's all about, this show. Tough conversations and slightly <laughs> awkward conversations. Absolute Radio. The Hometime.
Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. As I look across at you, there is a reminder behind you of what's been before, and that is the Absolute Radio Christmas tree. We uh, discussed this yesterday, the, the sorry state it's sadly looking in. Look at uh, it. As are many trees across the country ahead of uh, Twelfth Night this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, took early action at home yesterday and uh, disposed of uh, uh, hours. Unbelievable. Um, I've taken a video, actually, uh, of it, which uh, you'll be able to uh, see up on the uh, Absolute Horrendous. Radio Twitter. It re- genuinely, after the big conversation we had on this show yesterday about you know wanting people to be a bit more caring and mindful of these beautiful trees that we've dressed up in the finery and they've shared Christmas with you. And to watch your video of what you've done, what you've done to that tree, your family tree, is a disgrace. As Brits, we have a fine tradition of having great little uh, uh, hobbies and uh, uh, weird little things that go on at country fairs, that kind of stuff, like like welly wanging and all that kind of Morris stuff. Morris dancing. Morris dancing. I'm surprised that tree flinging <laughs> is not a thing because as I opened up the patio doors last night and literally luzzed the tree out into the darkness... Terrible. Oh, it's great fun. You feel like you're some kind of um, Nordic giant throwing this tree out there and you hear it clatter into your neighbour's fence and all stuff. Oh, it's absolutely great fun. Bit of tree tossing going on there. Tree tossing, that's what you call it, yeah. So what's the plan now? As we speak, the tree spent the night on its own, face down in the corner of your garden. That's exactly what's happened to it and then later on today, I will go at it with my giant sacateurs. Unbelievable. Emma, how do you feel about this? This is terrible behaviour, isn't it? What he's done? I thought we were going to treat our trees humanely after our chat yesterday. We did did speak about this Uh, and then... uh, (laughs) Then that became fun. Unbelievable. Richie's decided to leave the band. (laughs) Take that type of sign. No, do you know what? I'm still with the band because we also then discussed the circle of life and our aspirations to get a wood chipper out in the Golden Square tomorrow to live wood chip on air. The Absolute Radio Christmas tree. We're desperate to get a wood chipper, and I think we might have a bit of a break on this. Uh, Watch this space within the next five minutes. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. You know, Richie, the most uh, comments that have come in about you throwing your Christmas tree out your sliding patio doors, mm. nothing about your treatment of the tree, mm. it's about how small the tree is. There's <laughs> a lot of comment about that. Isn't I that? will have a big tree again next year, guys. Just a baby coffee tape. It's got to be a small one. That's have a little it. look at the video at Absolute Radio. You won't believe it. Meanwhile. This time on the show yesterday, we were talking about the circle of life, weren't we? We were. Uh, taking our tree in this corner, this, this tree that's literally just hanging in there, the Absolute Radio Christmas tree, and then trying to do something with it where it returns it to the circle of life. And we found a great solution, and yes. that is to put it through a wood chipping machine. Obviously, it then turns the tree into wood chip, just bark that you can put on your garden. And the real circle of life here is that we would give you guys the chance to win that sack of wood chip on this show. Once in a lifetime opportunity, folks. Once in a lifetime opportunity. You'll get to win that. So maybe you can go and put it into your garden yeah. and then it can help nourish the earth. And the people who do this kind of thing are called arborists. Which so is, they said so yesterday. They say. It's another word for tree surgeon. <laughs> I think, as far as I can tell. So, can we do this? We may have some help. Who have we got on the line? Hello, mate. My name's Alex Freeman. Good to have you on board. Alex, what do you do? Tell us about yourself. Uh, I'm an arborist. So uh, I'm the idiot who climbs the trees and cuts bits off them for the fellas on the ground to chip. I mean, you're a tree surgeon, basically. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, the common name. Where where does it? I've never heard of arborist before. I heard about this on the show yesterday. Is it? Have you only just started recently calling yourself arborist, you lot? No, no. Like technically, you can't call yourself an arborist unless you qualify to a certain standard. Anyone can pick up a chainsaw and do it as long as you got a bit of uh, common sense about it. Theme of today's yeah, show: no. anyone can pick up a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah why not? You know, just just a, just a question here. There is a little bit of a hyacinth bouquet thing going on here with the whole tree surgeon versus arborist thing, isn't there? There is a little bit at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Is that someone arboring in the background? I can hear. <laughs> That is someone doing their best not to cut themselves with a chainsaw in the background, yeah. <laughs> so, Alex, how mobile are the old uh, chippers? Because Andy and I would love to have a, a wood chipper machine, or whatever you call them, it's probably got a better name, yep. uh, in Golden Square on Friday's show to arborise the Absolute Radio Christmas tree. <laughs> Yeah, we can do that for sure. What does it come out as? Because we want to put it into a container so that one of our listeners can win it. What, what does it come out like the other end? It will tip it down into basically little squares about an inch. Oh, wow. Look, so, but it will, there will be a fair bit of it, depending on the size of your Christmas tree. That sounds great. Alex, that sounds like a date. <laughs> no worries. Can you do me a favour, though? Just unplug the lights before we do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Isn't it great to be back at work? Sniff it up. It is great to be back at work, oh. but do you know what? I, I actually stand here at work right now and I actually feel quite chuffed and excited. Okay. Normally, when you're only looking after something in life, you can't really achieve much with it. We're obviously looking after the breakfast show for three days before Dave Berry returns on Monday. But in those three days... We're going to wood chip a tree live out in Golden Square and devise also a brand new radio contest to give away a bag of wood chip. And I really that? feel that we've done something with our tenure now. What about, what about that for a flurry for the end of the week, hey, Emma? What do you think about that? Can you wood chip my tree? Because mine's still stuck in my living room if I bring it in. Have a word with your taxi driver in win, the morning. Win double the wood <laughs> chips. Double the wood chips. What about that? Hey, we do have to say thank you to our arborist, our tree surgeon, Alex at Valley Trees Limited in Orpington. Limited company, there's money in arborising. Said it before, we're in the wrong game. Yeah. We're in the wrong game. Uh, he's our tree surgeon. He's going to be bringing his wood chipper down to Golden Square and it's going to happen on this show tomorrow. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I just alluded to this earlier on. I've just noticed during the course of the show that you've brought something in with you today, Richie, that's a bit different. What? Uh, you, what is that pen you've brought in? Oh, my fountain pen. Yes. Yes. My fountain pen. This... Oh, from year eight. <laughs> now listen, now listen, I'm now actually pointing and making a point with my fountain pen. It caught my attention because it's the kind of pen that you might pull out to sign a particular contract or whatever if you were, like, signing for a football club or something like that. It's a very, very lavish pen, isn't it? I don't want to go on a rant about this, but standards are dropping everywhere we look at the moment, all right? Okay. I love writing with a fountain pen, and oh. I'm excited. I've got... There's some music for you. It's your tech demo. <laughs> I brought it in today because I got some refill cartridges over Christmas. Ooh. All right, so I'm excited. I don't normally have it at work, but I I've have never today. seen you write with it in in work. Then, so you brought it in just. Uh... I love it because I find I don't know whether if you are honest, <laughs> you will agree. I find writing with a biro quite hard work. You're right. having to drag it across the page. Yeah. Because obviously you've got to press the old ballpoint in. 
for the ink to come out. You well, you'd rather I mean? sit there like Samuel Pepys or whatever. No. Scribbling away on pen and quill. With a fountain pen, I find that the pen literally dances across the piece of paper. There you go, folks. You heard it here first. It wants to write. A wow. couple of little facts for you about fountain pens. Yeah, go on. First off, the nib will adjust to the owner. <laughs> right, OK. Seriously. If you so got... It's bespoke. It, it moulds to the person that it's working with. Yeah. OK. That's actually the only facts I've got for you. <laughs> <laughs> Two facts. It's only actually one. No, well, um, no, no, literally, literally, I'm now just he's doing it now. leaning away from the microphone to write on the radio. How does this work? It literally just, it, it dances. Can you oh, yeah, I can hear this? it. Hear it dancing can you hear across it dance the page. Yeah. Emma, when was the last time you used a fountain pen? I think it was probably year eight. He's written dances You've got to be careful across. for those um, cartridges in your backpack, in your school backpack, because they can leak. And also, sadly, if you're left-handed as well, fountain pen, not a friend not for you. of the left-handed. Emma's got a good no. point, though. Those sort of cartridges will uh, leak and ruin your Ghostbusters satchel. <laughs> I don't have a Ghostbusters satchel. Jerry, it's interesting you should be talking about handwriting and dances across the page and all that kind of thing, because one thing that bubbled up on our Hometime show just before we finished for Christmas uh, was that quite a few Absolute Radio listeners, having seen some notes that you'd scribbled down, admittedly not in your fountain pen, were suggesting that your handwriting was the same as a teenage girl. <laughs> and you were getting quite a bit of jib with this. And you, you, I don't know, you're quite adamant that you don't have teenage girls' handwriting. I was adamant on home time. I'm adamant now. I do not have a girl's handwriting. Well, what about this? Things you have happened to have brought in your favourite pen. Let's get you to write out a bit of one of our songs that we play on Absolute Radio. What's, what's an Absolute Radio song that we could use? Photograph Nickelback. Perfect, right? <laughs> Chorus or whatever it is in, in uh, Photograph by Nickelback. <laughs> OK. We'll, we'll put that um, for handwriting analysis up on our Facebook page for the audience to have a look at. And we'll, and we'll see once and for all. Emma, you can look at this as yes, well. Yes, please. Have a little check of it. And see once and for all whether <laughs> your handwriting is teenage girl-like. Are you up for that, Richie? I'm up for it, yes. Get writing now. <laughs> Time podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Jason says, I've just checked out the handwriting of Richie Firth and I can confirm it is 100% year 10 teenage dirtbag. <laughs> Uh, Richie has inexplicably brought in uh, a fountain pen with him today. I love using a fountain pen. What's the phrase you used? It, it literally dances, dances across, across the, the page because it wants to write. Uh, so, and this is picking up on something that happened just the tail end of last term. There was quite a few absolute radio listeners suggesting that Richie's handwriting was akin to that of a teenage girl. Bexter on Twitter says it looks like it should be written in a blueberry-scented glittery gel pen. <laughs> That's my favourite comment of 2019 so far. Emma has had a chance to have a look at the sample of handwriting that's on our Facebook page. It's on our Twitter account. What do you think so yeah, far? Yeah, it's very much 15-year-old girl circa 2002. Mm, there um, you go. Very lazy, unclosed A's. <laughs> lazy A's? Yeah, lazy A's and lazy G's. Like, you leave it open. I think that suggests you're a very disorganised in your life. You I'd go. suggest it says I'm quite flamboyant. <laughs> oh, a flair. There you yeah. go. Richie Firth has got a lazy A. You heard it here first. <laughs> Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. Wasn't expecting to come and do a radio show today and get my handwriting evaluated, but that's exactly what's happened. Uh, I've been using a fountain pen in the studio today. Everybody else seems to think this is a little bit over the top and posh. Uh, on Twitter, on the Absolute Radio Twitter, you'd be able to uh, see the uh, uh, paragraph I've written out of uh, Nickelback's photograph and what the hell is on Joey's head, uh, and you can evaluate it. Uh, some people commenting that uh, it's missing the hearts on top of the eyes. Uh, Ari Richie's Richie's handwriting. My eleven-year-old said you can help her with her homework, and the teachers <laughs> would know the difference. Benjamin Middleton saying it's just missing Richie forever, forever. IDSTD. Oh yes. <sighs> now what, I, did, what IDSTD. did that mean? What did IDSTD? I think I had that during the late two thousand. <laughs> 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 what about um, what about the one where you do a Richie Firth for Emma Emma Jones, and then you work out a percentage? Do you remember that? Yes, how much matchable you, you are. You had yeah. to cross off letters and yeah. stuff, didn't you? What does ID thingy mean? IDSTD. I don't know. If destroyed, still true. Dat. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I think we got it. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Joey, yesterday I was telling you about how I no longer had a working phone but did have a brand new Apple paperweight. Yes. Uh, New Year's Eve, my phone completely resigned on me. It died. It had uh, what I believe is called in mobile phone circles the black screen of death. A lot of people uh, tweeting and texting you yesterday saying, offering, you know, stuff that you could do or oh, how to reset I'd it or done whatever. all the old side button things and pressing the home button. It wasn't doing anything. So I'd had to get to the stage where I was booked in for an actual appointment at one of the old genius bar service department things to have it properly looked So at. you went to go and see an actual expert? Went to go and see an actual expert you've got an appointment time, you turn up, and I'll tell you what, I live a very clean living lifestyle. I've not been up in court, but I <laughs> I think going to one of these places, it's akin to being in front of a judge and a jury. Why? Because you're explaining to the guy what's happened to your phone, but they're looking at you so suspiciously. You tell them word for word what happens, and, and you know nothing bad had happened to it, and then they go, okay, cool. Has it been dropped in water? Immediately, no matter what you've told them, they, they, they're suspicious that you have done something absolutely idiotic with your phone. Straight to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. <laughs> Look yeah. at this Herbert. I bet he's dropped his phone in water. So you got your back up straight away that he thought you'd do something as stupid as that. Exactly, which is not what I would do. It turns out that the reason that the phone had died is that I have dusty pockets. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <laughs> because what he did do was then get... You know the little paperclip thing that you put your SIM cards in with? Oh, the little hoop and a spike that you That's get. That's it, yeah, yeah. Starts just uh, cleaning out the, uh, the docking port for the charger. There's a word for it. And out comes about a thumbnail's worth of lint. <gasps> And that was that was all it was. Lint in the docking port had stopped it from charging properly, and that's why that's it was That's probably dead. the lint build-up in your washing machine from not using powder. <laughs> Big time. Oh, not that again. Absolutely brilliant. It serves you right. Who'd have thought that lint kills phones? Lint in the docking port would be a great title for your autobiography. Can I just say <laughs> that right now? But uh, what an embarrassing thing. So that, that for me, what would be worse than having dropped it in water. And so yeah, he yeah. must have looked at you like you were an idiot. <laughs> he absolutely did. And I then tried to sort of bring the conversation around by going, oh, that's great, OK, so the battery's fine. What is, by the way, the best way to uh, conserve battery lifestyles? Just to sort of look as though I was interested yeah, and wasn't right. a complete fool. All right, mate. Trying to be matey with him and stuff like that as well. By the way, little tip I'll give to all Absolute Radio listeners is what I was told yesterday. Don't charge your phone overnight.
Well, what's, what's why? that mean? What why? do you mean? Because smartphones, once they reach 100% battery, they'll keep on charging, which will mean the integrity of the battery cells will then go down over time. But what if you're on 1% when you go to bed? That's a dangerous game to play. It is. Uh, you've got to be a bit more organised than that, is basically what the chat whoa, was saying. Well, hold on a minute. Whoa, whoa, you see how he's turned this around? We're getting tech advice off a bloke that's got lint stuck <laughs> on the ducking board of his phone. <laughs> Time podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Pre-flight checks are undergoing right now for the Absolute Radio No Repeat Guarantee. Just checking that there's no rogue repeats in there. And it's all yeah. ready to go from nine. Uh, take that bird up for its second flight of 2019. Ah, oh, doesn't she look beautiful? She's looking great today, I tell you. Uh, do you know what the best thing about that bit uh, just after Christmas is for me is seeing scampy kids out and about wearing or using their new Christmas presents excitedly. You can even go as far as Christmas Day. It's great seeing them out in the park. Yeah, even if it's tipping down. You've yeah. got a new BMX, you have to get out there. Yeah. It's not, you know, not going to ride itself. Uh, and I have to say, uh, I've never seen so much wheeling as I've seen at the moment, <laughs> whether it's just Christmas or just normal day-to-day stuff. I've never seen... Is there, like, an email that's gone round amongst kids about let's try and get the, the wheeling percentage up? Because I've never kid, seen kids e- uh, wheelie so much in my life. It's definitely a thing. I saw a kid come out of the local train station the other day, cycled off the platform. That irritated me in the yeah, first place. Outrageous. And then wheelied about 150 yards down the road. I'm thinking, how are you doing this? Now, I don't know about you. Obviously, I, I had a BMX and stuff when I was a kid, and we used to get up to tricks and try to do stunts, but wheeling, we never really tried to wheelie very much. Did you do a lot of wheeling when you were a child? I could get my front wheel off for about maybe about two seconds. That's it. Maybe it's probably not even that. Yeah. I never did it at all. I can't do it. You can't wheelie at all. Never wheelied in my entire life. Emma, have you ever wheelied? Can, can you wheelie? No, I'll be very impressed by anyone that could do it. How, how do these kids learn? Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's like a wheeling academy. You've got to start young because you've got to have the uh, no fear that uh, you'll be all right on one wheel. But they've all, the, the thing is now, they always seem to have these bikes where the tyres are way too thick. Have you seen this yes. thing going on? Yeah. I just don't understand it. The other thing as well is um, cycling along with no hands, not, not using your hands to cycle. I could do that. I, I can do that one. Still. I can't do that either. Yeah. Can you actually cycle? <laughs> this, honestly, yeah. it's debatable, to be honest with you. I just want to learn how to wheelie. That's all I want for 2019. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Just saying earlier on, I, I can't wheelie. Uh, you know, I'm 43 years of age, never ever managed to do a wheelie on a bike in my entire life, and I would love to learn. And it kind of raises the issue of stuff you still can't do as an adult. I'd have to hold my hand up and say I struggle with laces. I've seen your laces <laughs> on your shoes. Um, it's quite hard to explain how you do them. You do them, your laces are tied up in the way that, you know when those people who have three-quarter life-size like porcelain child dolls, <laughs> yeah. they would do up the booties <laughs> with quite long hoops? Mine are Looks a touch like loopy, and as a result, they will not stay done up probably for longer than an hour and a half. I guess what it is, you don't double knot it, do you? You no, don't, I don't double know. loop it up. Why is but that? I don't, I don't feel that well, after the first knot's done, there's enough loop to do a second knot. I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I never got taught properly. I think Natalie needs to get you a pair of Velcro Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> just be done with it. Look, if there's something as an adult you still can't do, just admit it, you're amongst friends. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
James in Newcastle is 38, struggles with which month has how many days in it, and if the clocks go back or forward every six months, and an anonymous admission oh, yeah. that someone 37 years old still can't tie balloons, and they admit to having two children. Wow, do you know what? Balloon tying, though, is an element of jeopardy to it, because they can kind of, like, go off, yes, can't they? Yes, they can, yeah. And that's not nice. Uh, and I also agree with the guy that can't remember what days of the year is, because that means you have to resort to uh, coming up with that awful rhyme. 30 days, half yeah, September, September, April, April June, May, and November. November. <laughs> can't say that, it really winds me up. Uh, Emma, is there anything you can't do despite the fact you're a grown-up? Yeah, I don't eat fruit unless my mum peels it for me, basically. That... So my, my fruit intake is, is very low. Wow. Wow. How... I don't even know where to go with this. How did this become a thing? It's embarrassing. I think because she fed it to me when I was little and I just never let to do it myself. Uh, it's laziness, pure laziness. Emma grew up in Southend, by the way, if you want clarification on that. Uh, we've got Abby on the line. Abby, what can you still not do? I can't um, tell my left and right. I uh, struggle quite a bit. Do you know what? It's weird. My, my other half, Katie, has exactly the same problem. I always have to say to her, yeah. my other left, you know, your other left, not that left, if you know what I mean. Exactly. It's, so, it's difficult, and especially like when I'm driving, I'm learning to drive, and he goes, take the next left. I actually have to make the left symbol with my left hand. But, the, wow. but how do you wow. know that it's your left hand that you've got to make the left signal with? You put your hands out and you, it makes a little L shape, doesn't it? Oh, isn't that yeah. handy? Yeah, isn't that good? Good way to do yeah. it. It's weird, <laughs> isn't it? Because you sound like very a very intelligent person, so I imagine you're you're a very competent person in most cases. But this is your Achilles heel, is that yes, right? What, what do you do? What is yeah. your job? Well, I'm a student at the moment. I'm studying embroidery. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, more artistic then. Yeah. It's weird though because you use your hands, I guess, all the time. But then you have this problem with yeah. left and right. There was a bloke on Dragon's Den about two or three series ago. He tried to uh, come up with this invention. No one invented. And basically, it was a, a glove, like Michael Jackson's uh, gl glimmering glove, that you put on the hand of the yeah. side of the road that you drive on when you drive oh abroad. <laughs> so you remember. <laughs> and I think this would be perfect for you. I wonder if you can track it down on the iPlayer and give him a bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, we'll try that. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, wheelies. Uh, there's a lot of uh, lot of them going on at the moment with new bikes at Christmas, but it's turned out that uh, Andy cannot perform or pull off a wheelie. Can't pull his wheel up. Uh, so uh, let's. Can you wheelie? What... Can you wheelie? No, I mean it, it, these days, unfortunately, it's a little bit of extra timber. So uh, getting one wheel off the uh, tarmac is a little bit of uh, <laughs> bit of jeopardy. Lift Could off. just go backwards. You see. <laughs> Have so... you ever been able to wheelie? Uh, no. Oh, no. wouldn't it be good to do it, man? Uh, so eight twelve fifteen. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Share what you can't do. Misha and Hemsley. I'm a chef in a very good restaurant, good team and all that. I can't make custard. Wow. I even destroy the one that comes in a packet. Read it out, you make the whole crew happy. Oh, that's uh, absolutely... Name's going to be mud in that kitchen. <laughs> I didn't realise that... I always thought custard was like a powder, that you just... You, you added something to it to make custard. I didn't realise you could make custard from scratch. I didn't know you could. There you go. I thought it was just a powder. That's why we ain't in catering. <laughs> uh, Ian Allen can't gargle. Nigel Mayer says, I can't do one of those childhood whistles where you put two fingers from each hand in your mouth. I can't do that. You nearly had a go, though. Uh, and There you go. I can't do it either. And then, and I have a problem with this. They don't leave their name, but they say, uh, guys, I struggle with analogue clocks and also months of the year, despite being a degree-qualified engineer. The 24-hour <laughs> clock in this room constantly undoes me. Absolute Radio. The Hunt.
Primetime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Thank you for your company as ever this morning. People still send in suggestions about how we can give away the tree bark. Uh, today, a lot of wood-related song suggestions. A lot of that going on. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the show. The podcast will be up in the next twenty minutes or so. Uh, do ruminate and think about the fact that, and I still need time to digest this. That Emma told us earlier on, we kind of moved on because we're busy. That her mum, uh, the only way she'll eat food <laughs> or fruit is if her mum peels it for her. I'm still very troubled by this situation. It's so embarrassing. A little bit unfair because in around about three, four minutes' time, she's going to have to credibly tell us the news. <laughs> it's all on the way, and we'll see you tomorrow. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. And there you go, another breakfast show podcast for you guys. We're back to normal on Hometime next week. And of course, we just want to underline again what a show we've got for you tomorrow. Live wood chipping going on. I think even if you listen to it on a podcast, uh, yeah. you'd, you'd, you'd listen to the podcast earlier than you normally would. So we'll put our hands up right now. If you've listened to, whether it's live or recorded, wood chipping before, so this is old hat, fair enough. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll. <laughs> Apologise yeah. right now. So get, be it. Get in touch if you've clearly heard wood chipping on the radio before. But if it's your first time, and it's going to be our first time, make sure you're listening. If I knew that my favourite podcast was going to do some recorded wood chipping, yeah. I would go to the toilet and take my, my iPod with me and yeah. have a listen. I wonder how that was going to pan out. Thankfully, it's going to be OK. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.